Alright. Alright, welcome to episode two. Episode two of Chicken Music. Our new name makes you like it. I love it, man. Yeah. I think it's great because it's got a good mix of edge and just a good sports name. I know. Chin music. I like I like the concept. It's throwing high and tight on a guy. Something about it. it just makes <laughs> you feel good. It gives you that sense of control and power. Oh, for sure. And you know, I, what I like about it, too, is, of course, it's a baseball term. Yeah. But it kind of is all sports. All sports. There's a little bit of a chin music aspect to all sports. You know, I actually Googled uh, chin music, and just, like, right when you were, when you were talking about it. Yeah. And uh, I forget that, I, dude, I had all the action figures, like, of the WWE yeah. and the WWF, like, Steve. Remember those guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, 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 hope, I popped in chin music, and uh, I think it's Brett. Is it Brett Hart? Or Brett, not Brett Hart, but Brett Michaels or something. Oh, yeah, Brett Michaels. Dude, yeah. yeah, his special move is called chin music, and that's just a, that's just his that's just his foot going right to someone's jaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that's See, what that's we got going on. Aside from baseball, it was like boxing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I, the only reason I did is like, every time my dad, I'd throw something on high and high or something and be like, oh, it's a little genius. Genius. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> okay, man, we got some big things to talk about today. You do, bitch. Uh, it's been a big week for both of us. Big week, man. Long, yeah. long week. Hot. It's like 104 yesterday in yeah. Billings, Montana. Yeah, it was really hot here, really hot in Seattle where I was. Yeah. Or Seattle, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh were what what so what were you initially actually doing in Seattle? So my initial like wanting to go to Seattle was Felix Hernandez was inducted into the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. King. And I am a massive King Felix fan had been ever since I was like ten years old when he came into the league. So I kind of grew up with King Felix and mm-hmm. just absolutely loved him. And yeah. What I thought was pretty cool because you had told me that, and I thought, wow, that's that's pretty cool. I've never been a part of like a big, you know, pro sports kind of like send off, yeah, thing inductee. But I was just caught a little glimpse of it on TV. Yeah. What was it like seeing everyone else that was there? Ichiro, Edgar Martinez, like. Oh, man, I mean, seeing those guys there. You kind of expect them to be there, but still seeing them there was just amazing. The one that really got me was Beltre. Beltre. Because those two, I mean, you watch them on the field, they had such great antics on the field because they're like best friends. And Beltre played for the Mariners for a couple years, but he wasn't the best with us, so I didn't really expect him to be there. The guy hit tanks, though. Yeah. Was, yeah. His whole position was hit tanks. Yeah, pretty much. That's all he did. And so when he came out, it was just like, what are you for coming? Oh my God. And then there was another instance where he had become really close with a young girl that had cancer. And she came out, and even King was just like, tears. Yeah. And it was just, I think all 45,000 people, there was not a dry eye there. What a good man. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I, it was on mute. I think we were watching it never got to the end or something. But yeah. What an intro, too, from the, from the uh, left, left center, left gap. Oh he comes God. out, there's yeah. like steam, just like, steam, little fireworks. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was amazing. 
while the other boys came out of the dugout and he had his own special ring out in left field. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Made the slow walk to, to the pitcher's mound. Yeah, it's awesome, man. His little perfect game intro out in center field. Yeah. 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 That's fun to be a part of. That T-Mobile was buzzing. Oh, T-Mobile was buzzing all weekend. I mean, not only that game, but the Sunday game afterwards was still buzzing. I think there were like 39,000. Yeah. Which, for a weekend series, Pretty big. I mean, that fortunately got a lot. You know, just the, the action that just just Felix his his whole day and that that whole uh, ring of teammates, legends, Hall of Famers in themselves. Right. Uh, that was like the majority of the action because the game was like what? Like it was two to one. It, they went ten innings. Yeah, it was two to one. Oh, ten innings. I was hoping for a doozy like ten to one. Oh my gosh! It was. I have to say. Pitch clock yeah. has completely changed the game. Absolutely. I think it was like an hour and we were in the fifth inning. Yeah. I was like, this isn't baseball. It's weird. Really? Yeah. Really? So you dislike it? I love it when I'm watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. I think for TV, the pitch clock, everything is great. Yeah. But in the stands, at a game, it's, quick. it's so quick. Really? It's almost too quick. Okay, and I haven't been to a game slide it's, to compare it. It's very weird. Um, and the thing that, so we've done so much to obviously change the face of the game. Yeah. I do not like the extra inning rule anymore. You're out. Yep. Because of that game? <laughs> the Mariners threw up and out. Not no, no um, what I don't like about it is they've done so much to speed up the game, and I feel like having a runner on second just gives teams an, un, an unfair leg up when there's already so much to speed up the game. I feel like that is one thing they could take out. Yeah. And it wouldn't make that much of a difference. Shoot. I mean, that's just another one you could just dissect for hours because then, you know, someone will argue, well, the, the pitcher's arm care and the innings and all that stuff, which I'm pro. I, I agree. Oh, totally. These yeah. guys are worth millions of dollars and they're a huge investment to these big teams. Right. You know, so taking care of their their health, and they have, what, 140 games a season or something? 162. 162, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I I like it for that aspect to protect the player's longevity. Right. It does change the entire game, though. I yeah. Mean, you know, and uh, rightfully so to a certain extent, because if we're at that point and it's baseball, it's tight, and nobody's, nobody's producing runs or – they are, and right. it's, it's a gong show, right. as far as, you know, throwing up big numbers. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a good way to end it, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't end it. Sometimes it goes back and forth. There's right. there's, there's pros and cons, but yeah, you're just like out on it now. You're like, I'm you like, lost two to one. Said, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So what else? I mean, yeah, so, so, so I mean, the whole ceremony whole ceremony was amazing. I was crying. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. No. I mean, the thing sold out, right? Sold out crowd on Saturday, close to sold out on Sunday. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, the thing I think, I don't know what it is about Seattle, but I feel like they fall in love with their athletes almost more than anyone in the country. And I think it's because you get guys like Kate Felix. He could have left. He could have gone to New York or Boston like that. And he said, no, I'm going to stick it out here. Yeah. There's a select select group of 
of, of especially baseball. Um, you know, you put in throwing like Russell Wilson for the Seahawks comes in everywhere there. You know, even yeah. in Denver. You know, being in Denver, but yeah, you talk about. I mean, Edgar Martinez, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was a Jake Uter man. The bonehead was was he? Yeah, bonehead. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they all were the. Yeah. Heck yeah, well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so you went down there with your family? Went down there with my family, yeah. Got to see my grandma. Yeah. She lives down there in Everett, so. Good. Did you guys eat anywhere cool? Um, well, my dad loves Ivers. Ivers? Yes. What do they got going? So it's like just seafood. Okay, so like fresh, fresh seafood. Pretty fresh. They fry it, but pretty fresh. They have a, they have like a, a world-class like oyster bar. Have you ever had any oysters? I had oysters. I haven't been to the world-class oyster bar, but I I don't know if that's what it's called, but I mean, it was quite, quite the experience. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, no, I love oysters. I love all seafood. Seafood is kind of my thing. Yeah, perfect. Well, that's right there. It's your head in the heart of it. Right? Fight's so, place. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's quite the experience. And you were there for how long? I was there for a week. A whole week. So did you catch only, did you caught two games? I caught two Sea or two Mariners games. And then went to the Seahawks preseason game against the Vikings. Okay, how did that go? That was amazing. And the cool thing about that, there are three Montanans on the Seahawks roster. Right now, currently? Right now, currently. Trying to make the squad. Uh, one will make the squad. For he, sure. He's been on the squad. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and then two are trying to make the team. Okay. Yeah. Did, they, did you see all three of those guys play? I mean, no. some action. So I did not see... Will Disley, who's from both of them. Disley, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, he's a starter. Yeah, he's the dude. So he wasn't going to play in play. the preseason. But um, Patrick O'Connell from the Grizz okay. and Ty Okada from MSU both played um, a lot on special teams. And the second half, they played every play on defense. Nice. nice. So I've never been to say the 12th man. I mean, that whole stadium is. For a first week preseason game, it was slammed. 67,000 people, and loud as can be from the first whistle to the very end, it was amazing. Wow, that's big time. Yeah. Man, I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, I think it can hold 76,000 was their max. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shoot. Well, that's quite the turnout, man. What, so, I think it, I think we're, this is a new setting for us, yeah? It so is. We're, we're here at Maple Moose Coffee. Yes, Maple Moose Coffee. Oh, man. Oh, is that what they call it here? Yeah, I think so. Actually, I, my mother-in-law actually just bought a house close to here. Oh, so, okay. yeah, we're straight down the road just in crossing, but, like, dude, the hospitality here. It's great. We told them we were doing our show today, and they were just freaking fired up. Yeah. For us. They're like, how about it? You know, just tell Tony to, like, keep it down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even tell him what this was for, oh, and I posted about it, like, a week and a half ago. And here they are, liking the page. Oh my gosh. Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so they're all in. They're all in. They're all in with these guys. Yeah, yeah there was coffee. Get you some. I don't even know if that's their slogan, but let's, let's make it. Let's make it their slogan. <laughs> Dude, I felt so bad. We walked in here and I just I was talking to Shelby this morning and we were talking about we are talking about the four yet thing. Everybody it works anywhere. Whatever they're like, okay, that'll be four seventy five for you. Yeah, you know, it's for you. Now yeah. you can't unhear it. But then I had another pet peeve that it wasn't necessarily a, uh, a pet peeve by any means, but uh, just something you can't unhear anymore once I say it. And that is when you pay with your 
card with these little tablets like Square and like Apple Pay and right. whatever. Every single time they turn around, the most feared screen of all time, which is, would you like to leave the tip? <laughs> and they always say, there's a couple questions for you. Yeah, if you, if you have a couple, there's another another set of questions for you. I don't think it holy shit. I was not good enough to do it. Oh, I didn't study. I didn't study. Simply, simply, for everyone listening, all you gotta ask, say whatever you wanna do, make it your own, tailor it to yourself. There's a screen. If you'd like to leave a tip, here's the screen to do it. Yeah. Have a great day. Here's your coffee. It's always. Got a couple questions for you. Yeah, so yeah. I this bad. She's, I, 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 I made her feel probably okay. She was good about it. Smart about it. But uh, yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, that is true. Everybody says yeah, that. was like, yeah. <laughs> So, no, but other than that, these guys have been, these guys have been super confident. So. Super awesome. Yes, for yeah. sure. Heck yeah. yeah, so. Good deal. Yeah, so you've spent a lot of time this week down in Montana. I have, man, yeah. So, tell us what you've been doing down there and uh, what's been going on. Yeah, it's been, uh, I mean, truly, like, you know, I was able to commit to, like, five, six hours a day, uh, which is great. Uh, working for a company, uh, Big Sky Life, ScalaGuard is our big product that we're pushing. What ScalaGuard is, is it's a policy for kids aged 6 to, six to 21. So, in the event of any sort of debilitating situation, ScholarGuard is going to pay you up to $100,000, all right? Now, this product is, is for every kid, okay? But it's really tailored to athletes in the sense where it's the only policy out there that provides a form of coverage to the ACL and the MCL. Which is a massive injury. It's for any, for any of them. And I bumped into so many people that this weekend that thought, shoot, what a, what a home run of a deal. And, yeah. and it is. We had some, we had some great feedback. Um, and, and, and kind of the best part about ScholarGuard is, yes, it's going to pay the $100,000, but the whole point of that product is to get your kid to college no matter what their situation is. So if they have a scholarship based off of uh, their athletic achievements or academics or any of that stuff, if they have a scholarship pending, even if they have a national letter of intent to go fulfill that scholarship, if they're in college and they're writing out that scholarship, mm -hmm. ScholarGuard, if something happens to them, ScholarGuard will pay an additional $100,000. So you're talking $200,000 towards, towards their college so that they're still getting that quality of life. That's so awesome. That's, I know. And like really just kind of dawned on me yeah. throughout the whole process. We've had the owners of the company there uh, all week um, just to see what we got going on. Uh, but it really dawned on me really what this was about. And it's, it's really about furthering, furthering and benefiting a young man or, or a woman's life, right? Uh, in the event something unfortunately like that happens, and so to be a part of that, man, I truly believe that, like in my heart, that I was called called on to do that, and so I just hope that it eventually can help some people. We had some fantastic feedback. We had some. We had some. Do, uh, this is how we were. We were. We were marketing this whole thing, right? We had this big booth that says Scholar, and everybody's like, "What the hell is that?" You know what I mean? So like. We're, you know, whatever, but our big thing is the same sort of way my dad used to promote the hitters for yep. Okay, so the only thing I was missing is the is the uh, white, uh, the, pin, the black pinstripe baseball pants that he used to wear when he did it, but we even had those pants now. Dude, I know. I was like, dude. Oh, I'll tell you a story about this. So, <laughs> but what we had set up is we had uh, 
station, you know, we got our, we got a radar gun from Randy Northrup, awesome. donated to, to use for the week. And it's Randy's been, a great guy. Dude, it, he's helped so much with this, okay? And uh, what we did is we went out, we bought a tunnel, 12 by 12, nine, nine feet high. We have a big tarp for people to throw into, so it's, it's super safe. We're only working with about like 14 feet. Yeah, so it's not a huge area. It's kind of confined, so the radar gun was a little off. Mm -hmm. uh, that way, but like, you know, the eye test comes into place and you're just right. like, yeah, that was right quicker, you know, but what we're doing, what we were doing, and we're still doing it until tomorrow, Saturday is the last yeah. day, uh, we get them to register, so they re have to register to throw the three balls, and then they're also, my dad donated a bat, so we have, it's, it's, it's a $350 Rice Harper custom, like, American, like, great American edition, like, badass bat, dude. So like that is a huge help. Yeah. So you know we're getting them into for a chance to win that, which we're giving away at the end of the fair. So that's pretty cool. But then yeah, man, they get three balls. We clock them on all three of them, and dude, it's an absolute hoot to see these people just like rare back. We've had young kids, like we've had you know kids that are you know three years old. We've had adults like that I, you know have a couple brews in there, and they're like, dude, so we let them try it and get out and it's just, dude, it's been an absolute blast, actually. And so we let them throw, uh, we didn't, we were thinking about maybe doing like some sort of incentive to like, you know, who's the fastest, but we, we just, it didn't really pan out. There's too many people. Shoot, dude, we rounded up like, so far, like 400 names. That's crazy. 400 people that were super behind, super thought. Scholar Yard was like, That's so the awesome future, guys. which it is, dude. And like, this is a product that I believe every kid that should have sense where I was blessed enough to get the opportunities for my parents, which financially, time, time away from work, travel yeah. here, travel there, and the, the money that these parents are spending nowadays on their kids, it's insane. To, to have the opportunities, thank God for it, and thank God for them, um, but like the money that it costs to protect them, is even worse. It, it, I mean, it, well, I mean, truly, dude, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, we're, if we're talking about a 13 year old kid, all right, like his premium, Annually, annually, it's like six hundred bucks a year. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's rather minute into the sense when you when you when you when you put it next to the cost of a hotel room for three nights and you know wherever you're going, right? You know, then you know. So so I, I just I really believe it's an investment, and, and really our slogan with, with the whole company is protect your child's potential. Yeah. Um, and it, that's exactly what it does because we want to see your kid go to college. We want to have them have an opportunity. We don't want him to face him or her. We don't want him or her to face some sort of debilitating injury and then all of a sudden be like, all right, I just figured it out. Yep. You know, so scholar guard prevents that. And then uh, just, yeah, Jack to be a part of it. But this awesome. affair's been great, man. My like, dude, we, were, we uh, yeah, just met some awesome people, um, local business owners, um, I mean, just great families that have their kids out there and you know what the funniest part is dude like they walk in like everybody walks in and they're just like jacked to be there they're like smelling <laughs> the funnel cakes and like yeah. buying the lemonade and like having a great time and then like four hours later they like walk right by our booth again and the look on their face of just like blatant exhaustion <laughs> and it's just like oh my god i just want to go home we gotta get out of here we love this throw. Yeah. So it's just been fun to see that. 
we've got a great setup with those guys. Metro's taking care of us. Like, that's great. Awesome, man. So it's been it's been a really cool thing for, for Scholar Art that way. And it's nice to get out and meet people and all that stuff, too. So, yeah. It's awesome. been good. Yeah. So hopefully we get some good feedback from that, good contacts. And, yeah. Sweet. So then what's next? You guys going to, like, Go to the high schools and pitch it to the coaches in the high schools. So I think really what we're thinking about doing with it, I mean my my whole angle is to get it in front of as many kids and parents that are in sports. It is for every kid I know. Yeah. Sports is kind of the big the big market for right. it because it's specified for that to a certain extent. And yeah, I would like to ultimately then I would like teams, like I would like these are our scholar guard teams, these are our programs. Yeah, um, ran, ran into Shane Vikings. Shane runs upper deck baseball. Yeah, and uh, actually used to play baseball with my brother. Like he's a little bit older than me, but played with played with him on the Royals. Yeah, ran into him, kind of gave him a brief synopsis of what it was. And uh, yeah, we want we want we want the teams. We want the programs. That's, yeah. that's where really I believe that we can really um, you know put this on the fast track to protect these kids. And you know, as far as the collegiate level. I would love for this to be some sort of a recruiting tool, yeah. you know, to get these kids. Like, if I'm a if I'm a dude and I'm like, you know, you know, someone trying to do her, yeah, trying to, you know, go to make a decision on school, right? And this one protects me and guarantees me, and something happens to me, and they're the same offer, but I got that over there. Like, I'm going to school there, and yeah. my folks are going to be behind me on it too, because they're going to be like, hell yeah, sign them up, let's go, right? You know, so eventually, I'd like to do that. That approach, and then I also thought about an approach where uh, you know we have a local business owner that wants to sponsor a young man or young woman, yeah, uh, with their sports, and like this is you know they'll sponsor a policy for that year for that 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 team team member. So that's awesome. I think there's different avenues, like right, in so many ways. But regardless, like if we can have this benefit a family down the road, it would make it all worth it. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, man. No, but it's fair's been great. I wore my, uh, I rocked my Fred Flintstone outfit. I have a Fred Flintstone outfit. You do. So Shelby bought me a a Fred Flintstone like golf polo, right? Uh -huh. So she buys it for me for Christmas, and I'm thinking, God, that's hilarious. Like that's <laughs> awesome. I'll rock, I'll rock this. You know, I haven't played much golf this year, like two or three times, but I'm thinking I'll rock this. Like it'd be fun, whatever. Well, like four months ago. We're like, let's go to Vegas. Like, yeah. you know, it was like right around the Stanley Cup area. So like, let's go watch, let's go to Circus Sportsbook, let's watch the, the Knights and the Cup and all that stuff. So every time I go to Vegas, I always buy something real flashy to wear. Because I because I'm not gonna wear it here. Right. <laughs> I yeah. 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 So I buy the I buy these baby blue shorts that I'm wearing right now and these yellow shoes. Okay. I rock it down in Vegas, rock the shoes and the shorts with the Fred Flintstone shirt, right? Okay. I got like 300 people at least come up to me on the strip and they want to take photos with me. <laughs> and shit, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like 20 people in and I just like started like, oh my God, Shelby, we went about this the wrong way. Like, 
we should have had this set up for the first two days of paying for all of our gambling losses. <laughs> but <laughs> all we paid for. It. Yeah, so I rocked it just to grab some attention, and it did, and it was just it's a it's a hell of a topic. topic. Oh, but that's awesome. Know. Where'd you get that shirt off? What's up, Fred? You know, like all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, you guys want to throw like that's it. <laughs> so it's just funny how it just people people thought about it though. They just they'd stop us, ask for a photo. I'd like three or four photos this week. Oh my god! Are you taking a photo with you? I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I'm a washed up junior college baseball player, and uh, are you sure? I think I'm not really special. <laughs> so it's been good. Man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I've got some good feedback, um, and yeah, the, we, we uh, me and my buddy Trevor. Trevor works for Big Sky Life. Yeah, great young man from Washington. Loves the Mariners. So he was on that. He's on chat yesterday. Julio went five for five yes, with his dinner. And uh, he was like, yeah, he's just he's from Seattle. So he's or well, Washington. So he yeah, bleeds. Yeah. yeah. Loves the Seahawks, loves the Mariners, so awesome. Man. Yeah, so it was good. It's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. So What's next for us? What do we want to talk about next? Man, I thought we could talk about. There's like a couple of different like stories. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know much about that whole blindside thing. Yeah, I don't either. I was trying to look that up a little bit, and it just seems like yeah, Michael Orr is like pissed at them because he um. It's gotta be about money. Yeah. So what I got from it was when I think it's Tui. I'm pronouncing that wrong. When they adopted him, it was actually a conservatorship because he was 18 already. Okay, yeah, they like duped him, right? They, yes. They like duped him into like signing some stuff saying like, these are your adoption papers? Yeah. How messed up is that? Yeah, and so it's technically like a conservatorship. And so he's saying they made all this money off my name. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything done. Yeah, I mean, he had to have seen something. He's seen something, because he obviously his NFL contracts probably weren't controlled by them 100%. Yeah. But, but even that whole book, the whole the book, the movies. I mean, why now, Mitch? I don't know. It's got to be about chips. It has to be. Yeah, I, mean, I need some more chips, so. I hate to be weird. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say my core is this, but a lot of NFL players are not good with their money. Yeah. Well, NHL too. I mean, any sports MLB, yeah. A lot of them are not good with their money. They're not marching much. You put it all in the bank and like, I'm just gonna live my life off of it. Yeah. But, um, so I kind of wonder if that's it. He just, I, like, I know, I thought that too when I first heard that story. Because you hear about these guys. And you know, speaking of money management, did you by chance at all like read anything on Phil Nicholson? He lost like a billion dollars. He's lost over the course of the year. And like, listen, I'm not mad. I'm like, I like playing sports. I love that sports. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm talking like 25 bucks a bet. That's like a problem. Bro, 25 bucks a bet for me, 25000 a game for Phil. <laughs> right? So then I read this article and all the stuff. And actually, my future father-in-law sent me the article. And, uh, dude, <laughs> the, guy, the guy not only has admitted to all this stuff, like, First of all, he's doing stuff overseas. So anytime you get that involved in that world, that's a little fishy. Super fishy. Yeah. And then he throws his guy, making the bets, and then, and then, he, then he makes a bet on himself halfway through the Ryder Cup. That's beautiful. I know, guy. I guess the rookie is like, is like, no man, like we, 
trying to be Pete Rose. Like, you know, <laughs> and no disrespect to Mr. Rose, like, I got a legend in so many regards, and I wish they had just, you know, squashed that whole thing, especially now that sports betting is so massive. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. this guy's a legendary baseball player. Okay. Yeah. But, like, for Phil to, like, come out and be like, bust roll that guy, bust roll, and then you heard about that guy and his family, right? Yeah. Like, went to prison, all that stuff, and yeah. like, his daughter, like, nasty stuff. Like, yeah. So it's just like, like, when is it enough enough? Right, and, like, and that you have a billion dollars to lose that much money, dude. And I know you can afford it, so I'm not, I'm not one to judge anyone for anything. Like, right. I made a ton of financial mistakes, and a lot of them had to do with gambling. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not one to judge anyone for doing that. But like, at what point do those endorphins that go off in your brain when you're gambling get so tiresome and like wear you out to where you lose interest? Yeah, like that's for me. I bet like 20 bucks a game now because I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he has billions of dollars, so it's not like he's losing that much. It's like, he lost a billion dollars. When is it going to come off when you're ready? It's like, I mean, you shouldn't do this anymore. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's tired of people speculating on him, so I don't want to take away anything from his Oh, no, he's a great golfer. I mean, yeah. And I actually just yesterday was watching a YouTube video of recovery shots of him because he would make the worst shots in the world right. and then recover from them and get like pars or birdies off of it. It's like, how the hell is he doing this? Son. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember him and Tiger. Tiger's rolling over. Yeah. Tiger's the greatest golfer of all time. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, there will be nobody even close to Tiger Woods. I don't think so. Now. And look what he's done to golf. Now, now, dude, you put John Rom, you put any of these guys like that are like even in the top fifty in the world, right? You put them in the in the lead area, in the on the tour when Tiger was, they would have dominated it. Yeah. So look at what Tiger Woods himself, just by his style, yeah. by the way he mashes the ball and like totally revolutionized the game of golf. Yeah. I just I can't believe that someone out there. In, yeah, I'm sure people have said this many times about the past and whatever history of right. itself. This guy revolutionized the game, man. Tiger Woods, greatest golfer. Oh, not, if not the greatest athlete of all time. Definitely greatest golfer. And the thing that I love about Tiger Woods is he brought golf away from just country clubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had to. He brought it to the mainstream. You saw some of those documentaries on him, dude. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't even let him play. Like, the yeah. greatest golfer in the world, knowing what we know about the world, the way it is. Yes. Can you go do that? No. No, neither. Yeah. So, anyhow, but uh, yeah, that's another one. Uh, let's see. And I think the big football, to me, it's not too big, but it's sort of big in the regards to, like, you know, we got the season coming up, everybody's yeah. got camps and preseason football's going on, but, like, some of the distraction has been with. The Las Vegas Raiders, baby. Always. Oh, my God. Can you guys just, like, be consistent? <laughs> be consistent, not consistently horseshit. For like, that's, that's our thing right now. We're consistently shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, biggest thing around that is, uh, you and I were talking about it briefly, but, I mean, what are your thoughts on Henry Ruggs getting sentenced three to ten years for making a mistake that costs someone their their loved one. So I wanna preface this. Yeah. I feel terrible that it costs 
he had guns in his in his truck. Oh. He was going 140 miles. 156 in a 45. Thank you. Um, he was obviously already drunk. Double the limit. Point yes. one. Point one. Yeah, point one or something, something like that. Double the limit. Um, it ended terribly with it taking someone else's life. Yeah. But Henry Knight was trying to take his own. Okay. It's my thought, and I think that's why you're seeing the three to ten year sentence instead of a larger sentence. Interesting. And yeah, prefacing is is pretty critical. We're talking about this delicate stuff. Like, you know, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I'm I'm not one to no. I'm not a judge. I'm not one to speculate on if this sentence is fair or not. No. But I don't understand that part. I mean, I see what you're saying, but he was also at Top Golf two hours before getting absolutely shit hammered. No, I know. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I mean, there's so many ways you can speculate it, but I think that the cost of a life for a little, for, for a huge mistake like that, mm -hmm. it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know where to go. I mean, I'm also of the. I'm also, I mean, I saw the photos of him after it happened. He was devastated. Yeah. So it was not like he was a cold blooded killer. Yeah, obviously. Not. And so I'm also not the one to say, oh, he did this terrible thing. Let's throw him in prison for 70 years yeah. and just not let him have a life. Yeah, I just think it's a good reminder for it's a horrible situation horrible for that family. Yes. I think it's a good reminder though, and it's it happens all the time. Yeah. You see people and that you never even think, you know, and, and right. you know, you test test the boundaries. Next time you want to test the boundaries, just know that it all can you can right one second. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm you know, like I said, I'm I've been on both sides of the fence, man. So that's mm -hmm. the only reason I could ever speculate on something like that. But why even take the chance, man? Yeah. Like why? No, I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, not to, not to get too far <laughs> off on where we're going. We're, no. uh, we're running a counseling podcast here, so. <laughs> I also kind of wonder, as an NFL player, if there wasn't already, it isn't already, the early CTE with him. Oh. You know what I mean? Man, I played very little football. And partially because I was pretty devoted to baseball and, you know, just wasn't really, we didn't grow up watching the NFL. Yeah. I just didn't because it was just like, we were always playing baseball on the weekends, you know, my dad was at the hitters club and I was there. Right. You know, so like, it wasn't until after I got done playing that I really started paying attention to baseball or yeah. to football. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I think from my limited time and I was, I played running back, I, you know, if we needed to pass or whatever, I'd play quarterback because I got a good arm. Yeah. You know, but like, I, I'd run up the gut and I wouldn't juke and I'd just leave with my head. Yeah. And I would just try to run, run kids over. Right. All day. Like, I would just run up and try to run them over. And dude, like, there was three or four times where I got my bell rung and had to miss the rest of the game or like, had to go, you know, and so right. like, a lot of that, the game is just so fast. These guys are these guys are specimens of athletes, and imagine one of those guys 
a guy two fifty running a four two forty downhill. Yeah, at you. Yeah. No. So I hear you on that argument too. I mean, and not an argument by any means, but just the facts, man. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a dangerous sport, and it's going to keep getting worse because these athletes are absolute specimens. Oh yeah. And I mean, I mean, I remember when DK Metcalf oh, dude. was coming out of the, out of college. They said he had too little body fat. It was unhealthy for him because he was so like muscle. And that guy's a freak of nature. Yeah, I think that's changed now because I think he's gained some weight. But it was he was unhealthy, like strong. What uh, what, what big big sporting what big sport events do we have to look forward to here coming up that you can think of off the top In Billings? Just in general. Like, is there anything going on besides, I mean, obviously October we got. October we got the World Series. Yeah. Um, we got the NFL. What's, what's, what do we need to do? We need to do a fantasy deal. We need to do a fantasy show. That could be in the next couple of weeks. I think so. Yeah. Um, we obviously have the NFL starting up in a couple of weeks. Um, I think the end of the month. I thought it was like mid-September, because I'm getting married in September. It may be mid-September, yeah. I think so. Okay, yeah, no, that's high school starting, yeah. High school starting. And then, um, high school and college start end of the month, first week of September. So, that's just that. Every time the fall comes and, like, football's on. I know. I just always think Kenny Chesney, which would be like, boys will fall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always think it me. I'm not a big Guys, so <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's an exciting time, man. All fall football season, oh, you got so much fun. You're getting into thick of it. You got the chili and the cornbread NFL Sunday. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Man. We have to actually start going to church on Saturday nights now because, <laughs> because it, cause our set days will be packed with football and all that stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, MSUB soccer mm-hmm. actually I think starts tomorrow. Oh really? Who do they be on the opener? I think playing Rocky. Playing Rocky first game of the year. Yep. Well, good luck to those athletes. And so, absolutely. The soccer field at MSU um, City College. Did they redo that or did they? They redid it, yeah. So they put a whole brand new set of chairs. Yeah, that's, that's such a sick place, dude. Like, I don't know if I've never played soccer. Or yeah. You know, but like, if I was going to play soccer, like. Yeah, no, they returned it. It looks really nice. Or Baysmore did really good there. Yeah, Baysmore. That's the guy. Yes. He's the, he's the AD. Yes, he's awesome. I gotta get in touch with that guy. He's, a, he's amazing. <laughs> oh, I've heard great things about him. Too. Yeah. So, no, he's doing great things at MSUB, and Rocky's always doing great things. Yeah. They're gonna start football here in a couple weeks. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. They got, are they gonna, so they're, are they still playing at Rocky, or will they be utilizing Dallas Stadium? No, they play at Herb. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That is kind of a nice little, like, Venue for like something down. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good luck to those guys. And obviously, pray for a healthy season for those guys. Yes. And then, did you know West High has a kicker that's going to Kentucky? They did not. Yeah. Like UK, like, like University of Kentucky Wildcats. He's a step. So, is that just a dude? That guy's been in the program for a while, right? Yeah. He's, I think he's in the second or third year of West. Yeah. Okay. So, I think I went to a senior West game, like, probably. Two years ago, I want to say, okay. about two and a half years ago, maybe. That had to be the same kicker because that guy could move. He has. He's got a cannon for a leg. Yeah, yeah. Jacob Callaway, he's 
A nice What's his name? Jacob Calway. 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 K A U W E. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. So, yeah, dude, root for him playing in the SEC, right? Yeah. It's about as big as it gets. That's as big time as it gets. <laughs> I mean, unless you're going to like Alabama in the SEC. Dude, I was friends with, so AJ uh, Steinwell was my roommate my freshman year in Arizona. Uh-huh. And uh, he was best friends with Alex Garut. And Garut was the kitchen kicker for ASU. Uh-huh. Like the starting kicker, right? Dude, you talk about a whole different perspective on being a kicker at that level. And like the pressure that comes with that. And like we hang out, we go down to ASU for the, for the weekend or hang out with Alex. Yeah. All his friends, some soccer teammates, and stuff like that that we were friends with. And dude, I mean, some of these guys, like you miss, you miss a kick that's pivotal. Like it's a tough go for those guys until they get another opportunity. Man. Yeah. It'll put a whole new spin on on that position and the pressure that it entails. Oh yeah. So yeah, rooting for rooting for him. Is it Jacob, right? Yep. Rooting for Jacob. Man. Yeah, he's a good guy. Congratulations, man. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. To play at that level to exceed in anything like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So no, I mean, West High was really good. Seniors are gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah. seniors gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah. I got best coaches. Yeah, I love Coach Murdoch. He was actually my math teacher. Oh, was he? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like by any means a mathematician. I was <laughs> uh, more of like a behavior and sit in the back of my class sitting like next to me. Good <laughs> flirt and over there told me. Flirting with the checks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, always rooting for Coach Murdoch, senior high. So, yeah. 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 He does a great job. I think he's got a boy playing now, too. And he's does he? Yeah. That's awesome. pretty great. Awesome. So, yeah, that would be good. Awesome. Awesome. That Skyview will keep getting better than kind of had some down years. But yeah, Skyview, that's a growing area. Everything, everything Billy, is just growing, man. You, like, you look at this area, we're at Maple Moose, and it's on. Pretty centrally located here. And it was not just in two or three years ago. Not even, no. None of this. Yes. These houses just went up. I mean, if anything, Montana is a destination city yeah. or a state, state that people are coming in from. They're, they ain't leaving. No. You know, and so it's going to be huge for our economy. It's going to be huge for sports. Oh, Hopefully yeah. one day, dude, I don't even care. I would love to see, and I'm a hockey man. I love hockey. I would love to see, like, the Billings something. As a WHL like spot at the Metro or something. Yeah, get like, the fans for it. Get them in the dub. Like Billings can can sustain the WHL. Yeah, there's enough following. Any sort of pro team like that with some affiliate, like even the Mustangs, they're not even affiliated anymore. They still drop. I know. Yeah, because everybody like you know some, needs something to do. We need something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Sure. So, yeah, man. Well, what do we got planned? Anything we got? We're all wrapped up. We were going to talk else? about some fantasy quarterbacks. In the last yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so without doing any research, I haven't had the time. I just haven't yet. Okay, so without doing any research, you got QB one. Let's just assume you're in a QB one league. Okay. Okay. You have to draft. Okay. I want you to draft one in your mind as your QB one, and then I want you to draft a backup as well in your mind. Tell me who your two is. Okay. So, who is it? <laughs> Still going. So, my number one is Justin Herbert. I love Herbie. Come on. I love him. I love Herbie. And the thing I love about him is he's one hell of a passer. It's awesome. So, I mean, you got that. That cannon arm really has no fear. He'll throw whatever he wants. Yeah. And 
He can run a little bit. I mean, he's not called upon to do it a whole lot anymore. He's what is he like? What he's six five? He's six five, six six. He's yeah. huge. Yeah, and so I mean, he's not called upon to do it a lot because obviously he's you know best of the best. They're not going to run him that much, but he can. Yeah. I would love to see because I love Austin Eckler. I love the way Eckler runs. I love the way. I wish he would. I just love how explosive he is. I would love to see that whole team gel. I'd love to see Keenan Allen actually have a whole season and be healthy. I like Keenan Allen. I think Mike Williams is going to be a huge target share for, for that whole team. I love Herbie as a QB1. Yeah. I have a very love-hate relationship with Austin Eckler. Ooh, he's on your team for the last two years or what? He's, um, <laughs> but I like to call him a human pinball. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you this up. And um, there were a lot of times of me cursing at he just would not go down for anything. Calls, <laughs> shooting. Yeah, you're playing against him. You fuck him up. Yeah. He's yeah. not on your squad. Yeah. I don't know. I can't have grand fantasy running backs. I just, they're never part of my strategy. Maybe they should be, but they're just, they're dime a dozen anymore in the sense of like, they just, they, they, they're, they get beat up. If you're not getting one of the top guys, like Ramondre Stevenson was on no one's radar last year, yeah. and he ended up being one of the better ones. Like, a, what, an eight, tenth round value for him? Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like Zeke is there this year. He's probably going to be on no one's radar. No. He's going to get all the goal line touches. He's going to get all the touches. Get some shares. Yeah, yeah. Get some shares there. What about QB2? I mean, if you, I mean, I'm not recommending you draft two QBs, but like, no. What do you got? Like, who do you think you're kind of a shot in the dark? I don't even have to be QB2, but like, anyone you want, besides a QB1. You know, if I'm taking a QB2 that may not be a top 10 QB, I think he's going to have a resurrection season. I hate doing two division rivals, but I think Russell Wilson's going to have a comeback season. I love Russ, man. Yeah, I hate doing two division rivals with Raiders, but I think he's going to have a comeback season. And again, He's older now, so he may not run as much, but he does have that potential to run. And I really like the dual track quarterback for fantasy. You know, the thing about Russ that people don't don't realize, because I and the only reason I know this is because I, you know, actually took the time to read a book this last year. Hey, so it's me. Third one of the third one of my life, baby. Third one. I'm on them going on number four. I just never got the points. I just wait for the movie to come on. And then challenges you like. Yeah, but you don't know, it makes you more creative. And I'm like, yeah, well, all right. I just want to enjoy my evening and watch a movie about it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> but I read, uh, I read a book that actually Ryan Leaf, remember Ryan Leaf? I do, yeah. The biggest bust of all time, right? Yeah. I don't know, Ryan, whatever, it's all good. But uh, he has totally shaken that, that deal, and he's back into this book, right? It's not yeah. getting the neutral. I didn't know he wrote a new book. Well, Ryan didn't write it, okay? So here's the thing. So Getting to Neutral is written by, like, Russell Wilson's, like, right-hand guy. He's, like, oh, his, okay. sport, his sports psychologist. Like, I think he was, and obviously, uh, I don't know too much, but it's, but it's, it's I didn't finish it, obviously. I got to chapter two, and I was like, okay, I get it. I'm done. I got the gist. I'm going to be in the media. I'm going to the I'm going to the movie. Yeah, so, so uh, basically what this book is is a story about this guy, this right-hand man, um, and I wish I had his name offhand, but like I said, it shows you how much I know, but 
So what everybody doesn't realize about Russell Wilson is that he's a firm believer in staying neutral. Okay, right? So it's a book for your mind. Okay, because everybody always tells you, you know, be positive, be positive, or you know, don't be so negative, right? There's right. just always those two, right? But what about neutral? Yeah. Okay, so that's what the whole book is about. And that's how Russell Wilson was trained by the guy with this principle. It was his right-hand man. Okay, so last year Russell Wilson starts signs a contract with Big Massive, you know, going right. to Denver, all the hype. I was pumped, I was excited for him, I was excited to see him in the Denver. I was pissed. His <laughs> So, what people don't know about him is this guy that was Russell's right hand dude and basically like life coach and like how to prepare him for being on the field. He passed away at cancer last year, right before the season. Russell's guy. So, I mean, the, the I'm not saying, I mean, it's a huge thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge, you know, this is this guy's companion, been with him the entire league. Yeah, right. Well, what people don't realize about Russell Wilson is like, you know, the whole like, let's ride and like, yeah. keep on like the whole, like keep, keep on the same path, same path, no matter what. Russell never got down last year in his mind. Yeah. I, with all the, all the media, all the publicity. Which would have been, he never did. Because he's just, he's, he's the walking billboard for staying neutral. Whole different discussion we can get into sometimes. Yeah, we got into that. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's like it gave me a whole different perspective because it's hard. Dude. When you're in a negative spot, and someone's like, "Be positive," you're like, "You be positive." Yeah, you shut the hell up. You be positive. Right. Yeah. You know, but the whole concept of buying into being neutral—that's that's different. And that's huh. the thing. Russell never got high. He never got low. He just stays the same. So I'm super pumped for him not to go off on the whole thing, but. I'm pumped for him, dude. In anything, not always back Russell Wilson. Yeah, and I He's love a mentally that, tough man. I love you got Sean Payton as his head coach. I think that's gonna help him a ton because I think now hearing that his right hand hand man passed away, Sean Payton could kind of be that guy for him because Sean Payton was for Breeze. So I think it could be a match made. Yeah, should be fun. I mean, so you like Russ? I like that pick too. Yeah. I think I hope I hope that Jerry Judy. I'm a Judy man. I love Jerry Judy. Yeah. And I, I don't know who else they got really to throw to. I mean, they have him on Tannen. Oh yeah. They do. They do. Well, he's not in Montana, but went to Montana State. Which is well, the place for the Cats, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. And then for me, dude. All right. So I'm thinking. Let's start with QB two. All right. So yeah. I'm drafting this guy as a value pick. Like, but. I don't know how much value he's going to be because I really think this team potentially wins the division, right? Okay, their division. I love T-Law. I love Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I think Trevor Lawrence, I think the Jaguars win the division this year. That division. Yeah. Which is my Patriots. Like They need to. Honestly, they're the only team that has anything. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll landslide. No, no, no. I, mean, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just remember that comeback run last year and like, He's just now developing. He could have some big target. Who's his target share? Like, who's getting his ball? Like, so it's DJ Chark. The Chark, okay. Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Evan Ingram. Ingram he utilized a lot last yeah. year. Yeah, and then they had ETN out of the backfield, but he catches a lot of passes. Okay. They have, that's, that's their receiving court? I can't remember who their receiving Who's their guy? Christian Kirk. 
That's our guy, right? That's our big guy that they a lot. Yeah, from the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Christian Kirk would be a nice target share, but yeah, I just think he's dynamic and I think he's finally starting to settle in. Well, you didn't have Urban Meyer. That bar scene. <laughs> you really like that bar scene down in South Florida? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not even cool for him, no. Big time. Yeah. Uh, QB one. I mean, dude, like, I love Josh Allen, gamer. Like, Mahomes is the best quarterback, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, I was kind of taking him out. He's like, he's obviously QB one. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes QB one. Yeah. I mean, you got Josh Allen. I mean. Is there, there's, there's zero, I mean, I mean, I, I love Joey B, and Joe Cool, Joe Cool's yeah, a QB, yeah, one a QB. who's a guy that runs, I mean, I'd say Lamar's, uh, I'm just not a Ravens, like, I'm not a Lamar fan, I don't know what it is, I can't get my Lamar jacket. Yeah, yeah, I love his, his, what he did that year he blew up was absolutely asinine, incredible, yeah. but, I just don't see that being a factor. Obviously, everybody putting a spy on and things like that. Who's right. He, who's he turned to or shot me? Um, he has Odell Beckham. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, he's had that. Shows me how much. And he has Mark Andrews. Oh, uh, yeah. Andrews. Andrews is just too much, man. Yeah. There's too much. There's too much. costs too much. Yep. And I, I just don't think he, um, so again, this is my Raiders coming out. I was a big fan of Darren Waller. And Darren Waller always got put behind Mark Andrews. Oh, yeah. And so I've always been like, screw Mark Andrews. I don't like <laughs> Mark Andrews. I'd love to see Waller out of season. Yeah, he's with the Giants now. Yeah, so. yeah. That would be good. Cool. Well, shoot, man. We got to get to it, right? Or we, I mean, what else? Yeah, I think, we, uh, I think we're good for this week. I mean, it's our third episode. Second episode. Second, well, third with the interview. And stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, third time we've been able to sit and record something. And yes. Yeah, man, we just want to get in. If you uh, yeah, have any comments, posts, likes, anything like that, we want to... Uh, have any uh, things you want us to talk about? Yeah. Uh, highlight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we want to make this interactive as possible, uh, not only for the state that we live and love, uh, but also for our national level, too. And anything you guys think would be a possessive topic, hit us up. And, for sure. Uh, you know, we'll try to supply you with that high and tight. Also, we want to be a third co-host, though. We would be willing to have people on as well as Let's yes. see, we got to, right? Yeah. I mean, we, don't, we know pretty much everything there is to know in humankind, but like, we'd like to know what other people think. We'd like to know what other people know and think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. <laughs> okay, man. All right. Well, 